Hey guys, it's me again, Adam Sebastian, and I uh, wanted to talk today a little bit about uh, well, the evolution of conspiracy and conspiracy theories, and that sense that uh, yeah, well, out of given interest within the last months, um, with all this virus breaking out and more and more spreading the word of different conspiracies, I just wanted to give it a shot and try to say something which might be interesting for the one another who is not so keen with talking with his friends nowadays or with his family even because of uh, well what is going on in their heads and their minds well first of all it's kind of reasonable and it has always been there that uh, mankind doubted what is going on around oneself and uh, especially if you look for the different systems we were having According to most of, uh, well, believe nowadays, we were having actually just one, three different systems. The first one was built in the antiques on slavery. Therefore, the wealth of some was built on the heads, on the shoulders of uh, many. That system was then changed into the feudal system in the Middle Ages, where you had uh, actually the same idea. Basically, you had some nobles, some lords, some kings, whatsoever, and they were building up their wealth, being rich, becoming powerful as well, just because they were having a lot of farmers to abuse. And then we go already towards the capitalist system, in which, well, you would find the worker the labor force um, working as well for the wealth of the boss or whatever you want to call it, also for the wealth of just some. And that seems like these systems are the tradition systems since ever. And uh, that's where we have to start our thinking already. What kind of part, if you say they are ruling us, those or some uh, people in the background well, uh, that's a given fact. Of course, we are led by some and we are ruled and governed by some. Some of them might be elected, some of them were not. That's mainly the main difference between an elected, uh, well, governor, president, chancellor, whatever you want to call it. But that's all kind of uh, what they can be in the, in the best ways, probably um, disrespectful, treacherous leader. <laughs> And in the worst kind, they would be mass murderers. Well, that's sort of what would you look through history, you'd find. But we leave that aside because I think we should all first accept this idea that we are, of course, governed by some, led by some. If this is fair, if this is just or unjust, um, I do not want to talk about this right now. But that's the first point. And um, what else might exist what else is a part of them ruling us well there's also of course lots of different ideas comes from well environment big data whatsoever i also do not want to go into details just for one to understand how this all came up and why it is there and why in some sense it also is kind of reasonable uh, reasonable at the moment at least um well Hopefully not forever, but uh, we are far, far beyond from being self-educated, powerful human beings each. Altogether, we are still sort of a beehive. Well, ants, I think, would make it clear as well. And we need sort of structure to build something up. That's um, also, of course, an idea coming out of the philosophy. Well, 
if you would look up that uh, for hops or locks ideas but actually that's also leading too far i want to talk about something else how in one person's mind a conspiracy theory can uh, come into play or even might be called a conspiracy theory even if it isn't really a conspiracy theory it's just there well we have to understand two different concepts of philosophy the first one um, everybody might know from the movies Matrix more or less um, well that's basically the idea the well the fish tank idea I'd call it um, in Matrix they use the whole body but actually the f philosophical idea behind it is that your brain is just in a fish tank and all your neurons and uh, your nerves are stimulated through different fluids electroshocks or whatsoever so everything which you feel which you percept perceive around you Everything which you perceive around you was stimulated and is fake. So I'm not sitting right here in Switzerland around me some fields and uh, a farmhouse nearby and well, the highway right behind me and some mountains in the distance. Actually my brain is somewhere in the fish tank and that all is just projected onto my brain and therefore well, I see this as my reality. And that's sort of how it would work for everyone and um, one can see this as a conspiracy theory but that's a philosophical truth that we are still not there yet to prove that we are all sharing the same reality we can't go further than these boundaries in our brain and say well there's some neurons some nerves which are stimulated and that's it all what i see what i smell what i feel everything can be might be stimulated on some end cells in my well brainstem hypothalamus or however you want to call it just leave this bi biological facts out uh just for understanding that your brain sits in a fish tank that's one extreme now this is also what is of course like i said projected in the matrix idea well or if there is machines using as uh, using us as batteries or whatsoever that's a whole different idea because um well doesn't really make sense that you are just a brain in a fish tank and that's it somebody would have some kind of uh, well use for that being a brain in a fish tank or somebody else would uh, abuse this idea and, and get some energy like in matrix out of it but like i said that's one extreme the other extreme um, is by thomas nagel who uh, was writing who wrote a book sorry who wrote a book uh of course it's pretty famous which is uh, about the perception through a different animal um, well he is taking actually a bat because it's pretty interesting how a bat would perceive the world around it with this echo and whatsoever with the sounds it is sending out and coming back and so and at the end he just is describing that one as a human will never understand how that animal actually is perceiving the world around it so we go further with that idea and we'll just see that actually it's not only me not understanding how a bat works or a cat or a bear or a dog or whatsoever a dog is smelling thousands of different smells we can't even tell so how would we be able to explain what he is actually smelling that's one thing but we are also at that point that me 
I am not able to understand how the next person to me is perceiving the world around him. There's no chance of me looking through his or her eyes. It starts, yeah, well, it starts with this um, also very controversial discussion we might ha have another day about, uh, well, feminism and how men and women are differing from each other. But uh, we will not go there because this is uh, obviously also not a conspiracy theory. It is there um, that we are different. And therefore, I can't say how it is, how it feels to be a woman. Well, that's still gender typical. We do not have to look for that. We take another man, well, in my case, of course, another man, a friend of mine, um, however, Max, and uh, I try to be like Max, behave like him. I will just not be able to feel like him and to perceive the world around him just uh, like he does. And that is now the point. We have these two different extremes me myself i can't explain how the world around me is actually uh, influencing other people and i'm not even able to tell that the reality around me is real and that's exactly where it leads to everyone is feeling the world perceiving the world around him her different and one might say it is a conspiracy against us that, well, big data is ruling us. Big data is taking all of my life insurance status, if I'm a smoker or not, health insurance, all mixing it up and bringing me the right advertisement about the next surfboard I want to have or I don't want to have. Well... That's there. Of course, that's there. We are at this point now. And um, the other way is we are, of course, ruled by a few. But their job it is to rule us because they were elected to rule us like chancellors and presidents. Of course, that's the best case scenario. Like I said, there's different ones which um, are not that beautiful. But uh, we leave that for the moment out. Tyrants and such, we won't, don't want to talk about this. Just for understanding that there's a few who were ruled. Now, me, I'm not in the position to be the Chancellor of Germany. Why? I might have a little bit of a slight chance because, well, if I would have been better in school and uh, I would have been interested in this and that, but of course I would have had to be doing some political interest and influencing other people as well and building up a, a network and all this kind of stuff. That's what these people do, but they do it since they were born. And that's what one has to understand, which is one of the most uh, important quotations, I guess, from the last century, from the 20th century, made by a man who is himself or was himself for some time the richest man in the world and that's Warren Buffett and Warren Buffett he was talking about the so-called ovary lottery that means at the end effect where you were born is already determining what you might become and that's 
something we still have to accept. We are not in that perfect world. If I was born in the 1960s, a black woman in, I don't know, somewhere Uganda, most likely my future wouldn't have been that long. But I'm, well, a white man born in Germany in the 80s and I still get uh, some future along to come. Well, looks like it. That's just what I want to say. Well, the essence of this is you should always ask yourself whether it is a conspiracy theory your friends or family members might think of or if they are just sort of feeling that they are treated unjust. And where this injustice is coming from is of course the system we built up during our evolution. Thank you.